A lofted mind. The podcast. Yeah. My mind's lofty. They said you got the game so talking. Now I'm not talking, I'm saucy. A lofted mind on the grind, just subscribe to me. My mind's lofty. They said you got the game so talking. Now I'm not talking, I'm saucy. Welcome back to the Lofted Mind Podcast. I'm your brain, Rick Loft, coming back at you with another one. I know I've been semi-absent for a moment, but I needed to touch base with my very small following right now. Let y'all know what's been going on with me. I've been trying to uh, reconnect with self. And I found out this information about these soul stones, as I call them. These chakras and precious stones and sage burning and all that. I can't say I didn't actually believe in it. I just really didn't know about it. So I went to this store called Next Millennium. And I checked out some of their stones and all that. And they were telling me about these particular stones that protect you from bad energy or release bad energy. And increase creativity and all this type of shit. So I'm asking all these questions about it. Trying to figure out how this actually works. They're not expensive stones. I mean, if you buy a whole lot of them, obviously it get expensive. But they're not expensive stones by themselves. But I wanted to take a peek at it. I pieced together about five stones. It's something about me in which balance works better in odd numbers. So I got two blockers two releasers and then i got one creative stone so i kind of put them together that way somehow i swear to you i picked up these stones and i felt some weirdness come over me i can't really explain that maybe i was just a little bomb i have no idea but the bottom line is something was going on so i was asking people about it and they were like oh you don't choose stones they choose you i'm like whatever the hell that means but when I walked into the store, <laughs> the lady was telling me that she felt earlier in the day that somebody was going to come get this particular stone. It was only one left in the store and she put it in the back and she said she could feel someone needed it. She didn't say me specifically, but she said someone needed it and she can feel that. I'm very skeptical of shit like that, but she could have just been gassing me. But she could have been dead ass. Regardless, I grabbed that stone and put it in there. And I swear, I just felt this energy boost. It was kind of weird. I don't really know what to make of it. But I've been burning sage and shit. <laughs> trying to see if I can revamp my little energy base. Bottom line is, I just haven't been feeling right. Kind of like I've been cursed of sorts. Just always negative energy. I don't feel like I put out bad energy. But regardless, there's been a cloud over me for quite some time. Just very bad luck. Whatever the hell can happen bad, it happens bad every single damn time. And I just got tired of it. So I thought I'll explore some other options or some other possibilities of living. So far, the sage and all that shit, it really just made me tired as hell, to be honest with you. We took the family out to uh, Universal Studios and spent uh, four days out there. And it was a whole lot of walking with my fat ass. But <laughs> regardless, I came back here and I thought I was ready to move. And after I start burning that sage and rotating the stones in my hand, I just feel tired as a motherfucker. 
when I looked it up a little further, it said sage can relieve you of all that bad energy that you have and refresh you with new energy, which can in turn make you tired. Now, again, I'll be skeptical of shit like that because it could just be that happened to somebody in particular and they said, oh, I'm going to put this shit on the internet. This has to be it. But then again, I'm very open-minded. I have a lofted mind, so maybe that's the actual case. But I guess as we continue throughout this process, that will change a little bit. So we shall see. But that's what I've been up to right now. Just trying to correct my little energy ways, my frequency, getting self together. As I was doing that, I've been really paying attention to a lot of podcasts and what people are actually talking about out there. Because people be on some absolute bullshit. And I'm telling you, one of the things that I've seen recently as I was watching this podcast, I'm not going to be shouting out other podcast names right now. Serves no actual purpose, but there's these two females that have a podcast, both of which seem to really be gold diggers, but I guess they're entertaining, I guess. And they were talking about monogamy and being in a relationship and how they actually handle their relationships and the men in their lives. And I was listening in and I just couldn't believe some of the shit they were saying. One in particular, she was talking about if she's dealing with the dude for quite some time, they stroking or whatever the case may be. And if it starts to become too long, it'll trigger something in her in which she needs to correct the balance of what's going on. So she'll start messing with other dudes just because she feels like she's committing to someone that she's not in a relationship with. Albeit physical connection or physical commitment that's too much to handle, so she has to step outside that box because they're not in a relationship, which indicates or insinuates that she wants to be in a relationship. She actually said that she wanted to be in a relationship. And I'm sitting there like, okay, you want to be in a relationship. You don't tell dude you want to be in a relationship, but y'all are physically committed to each other. So y'all think. So because he actually hasn't committed to you, it's time for you to go out there and step outside the box. I'm trying to make sense of it. I'm like, okay, I, I guess I kind of get that. I mean, if you don't have an actual official commitment to somebody, you don't want to be feeling as if you are saving yourself for them. I get that on the mental aspect. But then she moved on to talking about she's doing it because she's not in a relationship. But monogamy itself is stupid on all levels. And that's a quote. Monogamy is stupid on all levels. If you're in a relationship, people, the entire purpose of being in a relationship is to move to something bigger. That bigger thing is marriage. Obviously, you want to work towards marriage. So people are in a relationship. They're trying to establish that relationship, court each other and move on to something bigger. They want to get married eventually. Or even if you didn't want to be married, you just want to have an official connection, something that both of you can believe in, believe in each other and you want to be each other's one. So if that's the purpose of being in a relationship, but you also feel like monogamy itself is stupid, what the hell are you talking about? I'm failing to make the connection here. How the hell are you physically connected to somebody? You feel like that's too much of a burden on yourself. So you have to step outside the box because you're not in a relationship. But if you actually get in a relationship, you don't believe in monogamy. So you have nowhere to go from there. What kind of sense does that make? You are confusing the hell out of yourself. And I've lived long enough. I'm wise enough to understand that if there is one, there are many. 
There has to be other people out there that feel that exact same way. Talking about they don't want to be monogamous for the rest of their lives because sleeping with one person for the rest of your life, you know, that's just, I have to display and exhibit some of my hopeness. So they're not going to be monogamous, but at the same time, they want a relationship, but not really. That's why all these damn people end up with all these goddamn baby daddies. You're stroking every goddamn body. You're letting everybody damn hit. You don't really want a relationship, but you kind of do. Any man with any sense can read that on you, that you don't really want a relationship. Why would they commit to you? So he out there stroking outside the box, you stroking outside the box, but you want a relationship, but you really don't because you don't believe in monogamy. That had to be some of the dumbest shit I ever heard in my damn life. Personally, I think monogamy is fine as long as nobody is lying to the other person. And the same thing goes for polygamy. If you're in a polygamous relationship, there has to be an understanding amongst all the parties involved. We're going to be stroking each other within this union and anybody break this union, then we have a problem. Okay, I get that arrangement. I have no problem with that at all. But in a monogamous relationship, you have to sacrifice all that outside pressure, outside temptation and all that shit in order to make the one-on-one work. Now, that's obviously very complicated, and it rarely works in society today. The people succumb to the temptation, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that shit, inboxes. Nobody can actually stay committed to self, let alone another. They just always step, not always, a lot of people step outside the box. But the bottom line is, it's like, if you're going to commit to one, commit to one. If you need extra, quit lying about it. It's a very simple process. Why do you feel like you have to lie to somebody that's going to allow you to do the shit anyway? Most people, if you're open and honest with them, if they really feeling you, they really vibing with you, they really connected with you. If you tell them straight up, I need some additional action, they probably are going to engage in that additional action with you. You don't have to sneak outside the box, but to make self feel better, you feel like you have to step outside the box, lie to the individual exposed however many people you have out there you're exposing everybody to additional diseases and or outside pregnancies or all this shit just because you want to lie about something that you can get away with anyway what kind of damn sense does that make but a lot of that surfaces from that confused ass mindset that i mentioned at the top of this thing you think monogamy is stupid but you want a relationship if you don't have the relationship then you have to step outside the box to keep the balance but the balance is internal what do you want? But that stupid ass type of mindset that people have, I mean, they just subject themselves to their own pain. Get out of your own damn way. That's the issue. What are you talking about, lady? Another stupid ass thing I've been hearing about lately is who is supposed to get the first plate as it pertains to a husband when a wife is preparing the meals or serving the meals? I'm sitting here like, man, you have got to be damn kidding me. Listen, as a lofted mind, man, I'm just far removed from feeling like I'm entitled to get something that doesn't belong to me. What I mean by that is if your woman or your wife is preparing and serving the meal, you are not obligated to be fed first. As a grown ass man, you have legs. You have the ability to go your ass in the kitchen and get your own food particularly if there are elders in the house, her daddy's there, her grandmama or grandfather's there, her mama's there, whatever the case may be. 
Additionally, if the kids are there or there are several kids in the building, why does she have to provide the food for anybody in the first damn place? She is not responsible or obligated to go in there and feed everybody in the damn house. What the hell's wrong with your legs and your feet? Especially when she done cooked all the damn food. Take your ass in there and get your damn meal. The bottom line is, I don't see why this woman has to do all the damn work for you as a man or anybody damn else. If she happens to go in there and make you a plate, applaud her. That's just gravy. You know, she's not obligated, but if she does that, that's just another reason why you stay committed and stay faithful and stay appreciative of that woman and who she is. But if she does not, you should not feel a certain type of way. You should not feel offended because she didn't go in there and fix your plate. You shouldn't feel like she's disrespecting you because she went and gave her damn grandfather that's sitting at the damn table hungry and the motherfucker can't even walk. She went and gave him some food. You shouldn't feel offended because you have three or four kids by her and she said, I'm going to feed my kids first to make sure they're straight and then I'll take care of my husband. Now, I don't speak in absolute truths. I know there's a lot of exceptions to that. If the woman does not work, you're the breadwinner and that is her role in y'all household to serve the food and do additional duties throughout the house. I get that. If that is something she's agreed to and that's what make your household work, I get it. But this topic is more so for the individuals that don't have that type of arrangement. Your woman doesn't have to get up and fix your ass a plate when there's other people that are less able to get that shit done for themselves that she can do that for. A lot of women, particularly women from the South, but a lot of women in general, they don't want people in their kitchen in the first damn place. She'd rather fix those plates. Okay, cool. In those instances, okay, you know your plate is coming, but what order the plate is coming, that ain't up to you. And taking offense because it didn't come to you first is just juvenile. That's petulance. Throwing a temper tantrum because you didn't get your damn chicken first. The fuck on. Another topic I've been hearing a lot about is the use of the terms baby mama and baby daddy. I'm just not a big fan of those terms. Obviously, they apply in a lot of situations. But for me, those terms, those labels shouldn't actually be used unless there's drama involved. It's pretty simple as that for me. Like a baby mama, you know, she has baby mama ways. She intentionally tries to ruin what the hell you have going on or cause chaos or cause drama in your life. She does stupid ass shit in order to irritate you or utilize the kids as a method to hurt you. She's just trying at all costs to harm you emotionally or physically or whatever the case may be. She does what she can to hurt you. That's a baby mama. That's how they damn act. Baby daddies. If it's a deadbeat who doesn't take care of the damn kids, doesn't want to spend time with their children, doesn't contribute financially, those type of motherfuckers, those are baby daddies. Additionally, the motherfuckers that pop up to your house trying to start shit with your new man just because he's mad, he can't move on, he can't accept the fact that you've moved on, those are damn baby daddies. So baby daddies and baby mamas, man, if there's drama involved, those terms, those labels apply. And I get that. But if you have somebody that's actually taking care of their responsibilities, handling their duties as a father, as a mother, I don't agree with placing those labels on them. For instance, I don't talk about a whole lot of personal shit. 
But in my personal life, I would never refer to my kid's mother as a baby mama. We don't have that damn drama. When we had a damn divorce, we came up with a parenting plan and we've followed the damn parenting plan. I don't engage in back and forth with her. We don't have no damn drama. There's no issues with their mother. Has there been some minor complications? Of course. But I mean, that's less than 3% of life in our situation. But the bottom line is I would never consider her a baby mama. I don't refer to her as a baby mama. We don't have issues. If there is an issue, it's just a misunderstanding as to, you know, what's best for the kids. But ultimately, you have to trust that whoever you decided to have a baby with, they are going to make the best decision for your offspring. You have to trust and believe in that. Otherwise, what the hell do you have a baby with them for? And I know there's a lot of people out there thinking right now, well, that's not realistic. Well, yeah, it is. You shouldn't be out there fucking ain't shit ass people that you know are going to subject your child to danger. Quit raw dogging the motherfucker to take accountability for your action. That's a whole nother podcast. But regardless, what I'm saying is that the baby mama and baby daddy tags, if they don't apply, don't use them. You have to maintain the status quo. There's a certain level of respect that goes away if you call the mother of your kids a baby mama. There's a certain level of respect that goes away if you call the father of your kids a baby daddy. If he's handling the business, a father should. You don't have to have a joint household. You don't have to be together as a united family all the time. That's just not realistic. Breakups happen. Divorces happen. All that shit happens. But if you're still handling your business as a man or a woman, there's no need to apply those negative connotation terms to those individuals. What is your status together? The status quo has to remain intact. How people become baby mamas and baby daddies. Man, you have to stop tripping with that woman. She is not your property. She is not your pet. If you are a man, be a man without her. Let that woman move on. You become a baby daddy because you just cannot let go. You think because you hit it, because you have offspring by her, that she somehow is entitled to you. That's your property. No, there's no such thing as marking a territory with Coochie. That territory is literally for the streets. There's no getting around that. I don't give a damn how many people she's been with. The bottom line is... It's not yours. It's going to be shared. It's going to be allotted to more individuals than you. So you holding on to that bullshit, trying to stop her from spreading her wings, <laughs> if you will. You sound foolish as hell. And that's how you become a baby daddy because you're causing negativity in that woman's life for what? And ladies, y'all have to stop acting like that man owes you something. Y'all broke up and you feel like he owes you something because y'all had a kid. All he owes you is maintaining the responsibility and the obligation that he has for that child. He don't owe you shit. Your hair is not to be done by that man because he had a baby with you. He doesn't owe you a damn thing financially. All he has to do is take care of his seed, take care of his offspring. You don't get to leave a job to go to another damn job and that prior job owes your ass a check because you decided not to be there anymore. That shit is canceled, sis. I don't give a damn what you've done at that company. I don't care how many policies you've written, how many guidelines you've written. Regardless of what you've done at that prior employer, your employment is terminated. Move the fuck on. They do not owe you any more checks. And the same thing goes for that man. 
You wanted to fly solo or you wanted that other motherfucker? What is the problem? And that brings me to a much bigger issue. Child support. My God. I'm going to be very clear on that topic. Listen, child support, I am 100% against unless the dad is not willing or mother is not willing to take care of their seed. I personally know females that have given that man a chance to be a father. He refuses. I ain't got this. I ain't got that. I can't do this. I can't do that because he's bitter over that woman. In those cases, if the woman puts that man on child support, he fucking deserves to be put on child support. I have no problem with that. You as a man, you have to take care of your seeds. But on the flip side, if you have a willing man, a man that is willing to be in that child's life, willing to pay for his haircuts, willing to pay for his athletic activities, willing to do every single thing necessary for that child's upbringing and that growth, and you still put him on child support, woman, you are a trifling ass bitch. And I know some people gonna get mad about this because I know how prevalent child support is in this society. But if you have a man that's willing and able and you still put him on child support because you feel like he owes you something, that shit is scandalous. Personally, I'm not on child support. I got married. I had two kids in wedlock. We got divorced and move on with our damn lives. She happy doing what she's doing. I'm much happier with my new wife. The bottom line is I'm not on child support because she knows regardless of our breakup, regardless of our divorce, I'm not a terrible fucking man. She knows I will bust down her door or anybody else's door to ruin any motherfucker over my children. I don't need to prove myself as a father. Because of all those damn reasons, there's no need for child support because I'm going to do what the hell I need to do for my seed. And I'm not sitting here saying that every man out there is going to do that. But what I'm telling you is that if they are, and believe me when I tell you, I know quite a few men that's just like me. I don't hang with people that are just pieces of shit that won't take care of their seeds. I don't even associate with them willingly. But I'm telling you, I know a whole lot of people out there that are more than willing and able they have bread to take care of their seeds and the woman still put them on child support just because she can't let go that is the weakest shit ever woman you got to step up take care of your damn business whatever the arrangement is if you are able to provide half you need to provide that damn half if you don't make no damn bread and you out there really trying to live off that man, you need to come up with a quarter. You need to do something to figure it out and let that man take care of that child. But forcing the government to come in there and strip the money out of a paycheck or strip a man's tax returns after he's worked his ass off all year, that shit is trifling. And granted, there are some women out there that would just do it just in principle. Like, shit, look, this, these are his kids. He needs to take care of them. And like I said, if he's not willing to do so, then shit, you need to be on child support. I have no sympathy for any man that is unwilling to take care of his seeds being put on child support. I have no sympathy for them motherfuckers. You need to go get your kids, take care of your damn kids, and live up to what you claimed to be when you was fucking her. I'm going to cut off the podcast right there. Y'all like, share, and subscribe to the channel. I went a little longer on this particular podcast. I had some things to get off my chest, some things I've been seeing that I just couldn't believe. But the bottom line is, take accountability for what the hell you're doing out here, people. 
Don't nobody owe you shit. Stop calling your child's father a baby daddy if he's taking care of business. Stop calling your child's mother a baby mama if she ain't causing no drama in your damn life. And if you have goals of being in a relationship, understand that relationship is going somewhere, namely marriage. And don't be talking about monogamy is stupid if you want to be in a relationship, unless you want to be in a polygamous relationship. And you better understand you are sharing in that moment. Stop confusing your damn self because you're confusing the rest of society. And that's why these kids are so goddamn confused out here as well. It's the Lofted Mind Podcast. Loft out. My mind's loft. They said you got the game talking. Now I'm mind fucking, I'm sauce. A lofted mind on the grind, just subscribe to me.